The sounds of the following spelling alphabet words transmit well, even in poor communication conditions. Alpha, Bravo, Charlie, Alpha, Bravo, Charlie. Welcome to Alpha Bravo Charlie. My name is Jason. As always, I am joined by the Velvet Fog, Kevin. How you doing, buddy? I don't know what that means, but I love it. I um have been rewatching two things lately: Seinfeld and The Simpsons. Just like because I've seen them so many times, it's one of those things I can have as noise it's in the background. Comfort food, right? Like yeah, it's, right, you can yeah. kind of ignore it, but then you can watch. Yeah, I love that. And. uh I, I that I I I always just start by saying something about you, and uh, I just watched an episode of Seinfeld this morning while hanging out with the little baby. Uh, um, and they mentioned somebody called the Velvet Fog. I can't Robert Goulet, Robert Goulet, and um, I didn't know what that meant, and it's been in my head all morning. What the hell is the Velvet Fog means? That's that's where that came from. Mm. Um, Kevin, how are you doing this week? Do you want to talk some WandaVision? And uh, to start the show off, but for for our fans, that it's the last chance we'll have to ever talk about WandaVision. Ever. Yeah, show's uh, over. So, so maybe briefly. Now, I always feel bad when we small talk a bunch off the top, but lately I've been watching the Tweety Show, the, their live streams, and they, and this is Jeff Tweety's own, you know, web stream show, sort of similar to a podcast, and he they goof around way more than we goof around and I go don't think we goof around much. No, I don't think we do at all. I just say I've had like one person once was like, "Oh yeah, you guys talk too much about Keanu Reeves at the beginning of um, well, uh, the Blasting Fonda episode." I was like, "We can never do that again." But no, yeah. you know what? You know what? Yeah, I think we goof around an acceptable amount. Uh, WandaVision without i don't want to go into spoilers because back up a minute maybe. Back, back up can we just back up one second we're gonna we're gonna goof around here for a second okay so what what does that person that was saying that we goof around too much want us to do turn the mics on and then just talk about the song and say okay bye click that button and leave like is that i like when i hear a show and they kind of like you kind of get to know the guys no as and, well and as every episode is going to be someone's first episode right so yeah. they need to get a sense of our dynamic of who we are to a certain degree that like i'm the cool one you're the nerdy one i'm the sexy uh, one. <laughs> i'm the brains you're the bronze um uh you know, so uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm just, but it, it, it's the kind of thing that if, if you say like one, if someone says one critical thing about me, uh, I'll like dwell on it and ignore oh, dear, really? all the positive things. Yeah, and like I like I can still remember like, like, offhanded things people in high school said to me like, high school, eighteen years ago, and I'll like uh, there'll be like once a year I'll be like falling asleep and I'll think about that. And I'll be like, what did she mean when she said? That Kevin was a little intense or something like that. And it probably was a little intense <laughs> or, or I, you know, right. Uh, but then that'll, that'll, uh, um, yeah, keep me up at night. WandaVision though. Okay, uh, sorry. I thought, I thought the finale was good. Um, I think a, a lot of fans, including myself had built up like Dr. Strange. I'm not going to spoil it, but I'm going to say things that didn't happen. Uh, like Dr. Strange is going to show up or, or Reed Richards, Mr. Fantastic from Fantastic Four is going to make his like debut or as a scientist or something like uh, like nothing like that happened. It was kind of a by the numbers finale, but there's a little bit of like the, like the, the, the very end um, uh, of the main storyline was touching and, 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 and nice. Uh, and I think overall it was, it was a, it was a good show and a, a first good four way four, four way four a four a. 
step into as good first step into um, television for Marvel Studios. I uh, I like I like I like the season finale, series finale too. The episode was called series finale, yeah. um, but like I towards the end here of the show, I've kind of felt like it turned into like a CW show. Like the, the way it didn't feel very cinematic and it, and, it, and like uh, so I, I think you need, you need of... to be careful with that because I have uh, back in the day before we had good superhero TV shows, I have watched a lot of CW superhero shows like the flash. Oh, I had arrow. Cause those are all filmed in Vancouver. So like, I have like, oh. um, I have to like support them and then you have to watch it and be like, yeah, that's the public library. And, and you'll see like, Oliver Queen, like uh, on his motorcycle, drive past was a Canadian tire. Uh, uh, so, um, but uh, um, those shows, like I, I can see what you're saying, but if you actually like go and like watch some of the Flash, like WandaVision is so, you know, that WandaVision is is NHL and the Flash is like Junior B in comparison. Hockey, uh, all, my Canadians will understand that. Yeah. I I'm not complaining. I liked I liked the Flash. I I watched like the first two seasons of the Flash when it was on. I don't know if it's still on anymore. But um, yeah, they're in season seven. It's really bad. I watch it sometimes out of morbid curiosity. Oh, my wife and I watched uh, Green Arrow or Arrow is what it's called. Arrow. And I was into that for a little while with her. She stuck with it all the way through. But like I uh. I, I lost interest after a while. There's just like a cheesiness to it that, but not back to WandaVision. It was good. Um, but yeah, I guess you don't want to spoil anything for anybody. It is just like a, a day old at this point. Someone's so yeah, driving it. Well, and like someone's driving in their car and they're like catching up on WandaVision right now and they can't like get to their phone to like skip ahead. <laughs> uh, so, um, you know, out of respect to those people. Hey, let's, uh, let's, let's you help. Let's you wouldn't expect a WandaVision spoiler in a Wilco podcast necessarily. Um, so let's uh, let's help him out real fast and say, "Hey Siri, stop podcast." <laughs> that way, Alexa, stop podcast. Ah. Alexa, leave five star review for Alpha Bravo Charlie Alphabetical Wilco podcast. Oh, that's a good. I don't know. I, I, that's not going to work. No, it's it, it like a set. That's a very specific thing. And there's a set amount of responses it can reply to. But my Siri just responded when I said that uh, to the listeners. Um, I had to, I had to turn Siri off because I would say, hey, Sarah, all the time. And if Siri was like, my phone is in my pocket, it would hear, hey, Sarah, and think I said, hey, Siri. Um, and uh, it would always cause a, a little bit of confusion. Earlier, I went to go grab a little bit of lunch, and I was saying, "Hey Siri, play the Beatles Essentials off of Apple Music," and it kept saying, and I several times in a row, it said to me, "Here's the Smiths Essentials." It just heard me again. Uh, but here's the Smiths Essentials several times in a row. It would not hear the Beatles. That is reminding me of a Marvel movie that ties wait, into. Wait, it's playing music now. Hey Siri, stop music. <laughs> we can't have. We can't have that playing in the background of the show. No, Beatles or yeah. Smiths? No. Was the Be- that was the Beatles uh, that time. Um, the scene from that first Ant-Man movie where they're, they shrink down really small and they are fighting in a briefcase. It's Ant-Man mm-hmm. and uh, whatever Yellow that jacket. stupid villain was. Um, uh, and the villain says, I will disintegrate you. And then there's a phone in there, and it's like playing "Disintegration" by The Cure, and it like <laughs> starts playing that album. Uh, which, as you know, a music nerd, I was just like, most people probably aren't going to appreciate this, but that was the perfect, uh, like, just trying to like pose like a, a, a superhero action scene 
with like a song that does not fit it. That was yeah. uh, that was pretty clever. Kudos. It's to a great, I'm sure they're listening. great album. Yeah, great album. Great album. Robert Smith. Kevin, do you want to jump into what we're talking about today? And tell us, tell the listeners what we've got on the plate for him. So we're talking about Wilco's collaboration with Iggy Pop. A lot of people don't know this. A lot of people forgot about this. I forgot about this until I was like reading my notes and researching this song. Is is so we're talking about the song "I Might" from the album "The Whole Love." You also might remember "I Might" from a seven-inch single, which was the first release off Wilco's record label DBPM, and was backed with the Nick Lowe cover for "I Love My Label" because, of course, they were on their own label now. Uh, we're not going to talk about "I Love My Label" on this show because not an original Wilco song. Uh, but I thought that was always a really clever um, way to to uh, um, start off their own uh, record label. Um, but yes, the song I Might, and a lot of people forget that the song actually samples Iggy Pop uh, when Jeff, so you, listeners, and Jason, you're going to hear the song in a moment. Uh, but uh, maybe like halfway through, two-thirds of the way through, Jeff sings Slim Jim Blood Brother. And when he, brother, they sample in Iggy Smith or Iggy Smith. <laughs> I think about Robert yes. Smith still. Iggy Pop. Uh, so it's I'm, I'm being a little cheeky when I say it's a collaboration because they just probably had to secure the rights to Iggy's voice uh, for all of half a second, but uh, still, you know, cool nonetheless. Um, and it's one of those songs I might one of those songs that I don't think about all the time when I think of Wilco. I Might is not one of the first songs that comes up. But then you listen to it and you're like, all right, this song's great. Like, it's a fun rocker, yeah, especially for modern day Wilco rockers. Like, I kind of, uh, maybe I'll say this for when the song's playing. But yeah, it's one of those songs that I know when I saw them in uh, 2019, uh, I saw them do a few nights in St. Paul, Minnesota. That's in the United States. Um, and uh, one of the nights they did, I might, I'm pretty sure I'm, that it was in that round of shows i saw and i'm like oh right this song's a banger it's a bop it slaps <laughs> it, i mean it doesn't really but so for as far as mid-tempo <laughs> rock songs go uh i'm like and i'm always yeah it's it's a fun song it's maybe not the most like uh um it's it's not uh anyone's favorite wilco song i'm sure it's one person's favorite wilco song but most people wouldn't be their favorite song but i don't think it's anyone's least favorite wilco song it's one of those songs that when i do hear surprises me because it is a fun song uh, I, I, I can't remember what it is right now, Kevin. Um, but as you're saying that, it reminded me of something. The al- album title for uh, uh, the whole love used to be a line from this song. I'm trying to find out what. A- oh, get well soon, everybody. That used to be the actual album title of uh, this out al- the whole love. Did you know that? No, I did not know that. Yeah. So and and it comes from this song. But yeah, this is a this is a great little song. You know, I forgot how much I love the whole love uh, until we started. I doing feel the like show. we ran the whole love. I I always group it in with um, uh, Wilco the album. Um, but I think the whole love is um, uh, it's a great album. It's just it's not it's not one of my favorites. I just I'm missing the connection with it. Like when Schmilko came out, like that album. Uh, um, reminds me of like going on a few road trips with my wife in the fall of 2016. Um, when the whole love came out, I really liked the song born alone. I liked the album, but it never really like, I don't have any like strong memories to it. Um, 
Uh, so I tend to forget it. And then, but when I listen to it, it's like, oh yeah, this is actually a legit great Wilco album. And I probably need to give it its due. So hopefully I can do that as, as we go along. Cause we've only done maybe half the song so far on off yeah. the um, okay, Kevin, let's jump in this song. But before we do that, I just want to remind everybody to go to abcwilco.com. Find all the ways you can support the show. we got a Patreon where you can hear advanced episodes. Every episode that we've recorded since we're a few months ahead on episodes right now. Um, you can go buy a t-shirt. I'm working on two new designs right now. There are two up in there. Always check back because I'm always drawing stuff and I, I want to uh, make new shirts. So just keep checking back because there's going to be new ones every so often. And also leave a rating review on your podcatcher. Kevin, you ready to do the show? Let's friggin' do it. So, in musical style, this sort of reminds me of Random Name Generator, which came out later. It is kind of like maybe this song paved the way for Random Name Generator in a certain way yeah. for crunchy Wilco, modern, modern crunchy Wilco rock. I love the squeaky organ. I love that bass, man. Yeah. They, they nailed the tempo in the song. Like, any yeah. slower? No. But it's... I love the combination of, like, how fuzzy John's bass is. Exactly, yeah. The fuzz on Jeff's it, Jeff's acoustic awesome. guitar. You don't happen to know what uh, he's using to make that fuzz in that bass, do you? No, but I would... Okay. Let me guess. A big muff. could be wrong on that what you have back there in your great. shelf what was that sir what you have back there in that your shelf there you I do have a big one and i have another big muff by my foot and the little like uh i don't know what it is is a toy um or maybe it's a glockenspiel because pat's credit for playing glockenspiel that's uh in the background of this verse at least earlier on in this verse is uh, a nice um subtle touch to the song And I like just, you can hear how like mad Nels is going on his guitar, but only in very specific instances that he's playing. Can you think of another instance of a Wilco song where you might hear your snow cone and it's pissing blood? That's uh, kind of only like, this. That song. may be the dirtiest uh, lyric Wilco has. They the have crudest lyric, I should say. Two f bombs for those following along at home. Um, but yeah, that that one is a visual image that. What is that... the eggy popping at? Yeah, so you could hear him. I could hear okay. him on the left there side there. Ah. Again, yeah. Mother. Really cool that Iggy stop at the studio. I'm going to be honest. I've never heard that Iggy Pop song. I'm not a big Iggy Pop guy. Yeah, so. I'm, I'm no hate listener. Don't send us any hate mail listeners. But yeah, I'm not a, I'm not, I don't dislike Iggy Pop. I just never really. Right. I was never that punk. Yeah, the song's kind of like, it, it, it feels a little um, manic, right? Like, or, or, or disjointed purposefully right like you get like yeah. really like pretty melodies but then like really grunchy the guitars, guitars. Um, yeah. and i just like the, the 
how conflicting it feels. It feels like fans going a little crazy with this one. Um, uh, and it comes in, the, cool. in this. Is this a chorus? What would you call this? This isn't like a. It, it repeats. Yeah, it'd be a chorus. A pre. Yeah. Yeah, pre-chorus maybe. But yeah, this song live, you gotta stomp your foot to it. It's yeah. a foot stomper. I think I've seen it three times live. I might be wrong about that. Let's see here on the old famous spreadsheet. Now, do you think the song should be over by now? Because it kind of has an ending. I think it should ending. be over a bit ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Seen it twice live. You've seen it once live. Yeah, it must have been in the, one of those St. Paul shows. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's a fun song. Um, it does kind of remind me of like, like I feel like the band looked at this and said, you know, we should kind of do an, a, a crunchy album like this. And this paved the way for Star Wars, which all due respect to the whole love. I personally really love the album Star Wars. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's um, better than this, but. Yeah, I'm just saying. But, I forgot how good I th that I find uh, the whole love to be, yeah. uh, and I've been rediscovering that. W and when we do the show, yeah, 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 Great absolutely, song. same with me. Um, but yeah, and then the, the only other thing I don't understand about this song is uh, Pat is credited with playing a music stand. So I don't. Um, I'm assuming he's just banging on it and making some noise with it, but I, I don't know where oh, like in the actual, mix that like, is sheet music stand like yeah I, I, yeah I thought you meant like there's an instrument called a music stand and i was just unaware of it so no he's taking an actual music stand and like, unless there is an instrument called a music stand which would be i i'm assuming it, it, it he's they they mean music stand so um as some sort of like a i mean we know from the hamimi episode that wilco loves you know throwing objects around and whatnot to make music so maybe uh maybe there's some of that going on with this somewhere in the mix but um I also wasn't keeping an eye out for that one we were listening even now. So, listeners, if you know, drop us an email, abcwilco at gmail.com, or tweet at Jason at Jason on Twitter. <laughs> um, I actually got kicked off of Twitter for uh, saying something rude to Marjorie Taylor Greene. And, oh, really? Yeah, and she reported me. And uh, Do you I think she it, reported you, or did it her supporters report, report you? I, one, one, where they go, one, they go all, right? Yeah. So it's <laughs> um, – I, I really don't know, but I don't have – I do not have Twitter anymore because – and I don't want to tweet from the ABC Wilco Twitter because Please apparently – because not at her, but I mean, just in general, because if they think, I think that if you are found creating another account, that one's just going to go away too. And I don't want to get rid of the ABC. Mm. One, so um, I got to find that out for sure before I can use that Twitter. Um, but uh, I don't really have anything else to say. About it. I, it's a great song. I mean, I, I, I really like the song. It just, it, uh, it's like the needle is right there in the middle for me. It doesn't I have, up. I have a, a little bit of insight on the lyrics. Go uh, for it, so, Jeff was doing an interview with the Arizona Republic newspaper. You know, the Arizona Republic, that old rag. Um, which may, because you, you have family in Arizona. Maybe you actually do know that newspaper. I, don't I do know. not know uh, that newspaper. Yeah. Um, uh, and they're, they ask him about the line about setting kids on fire. And uh, Jeff says this. Uh, That's what I was thinking about. The possibilities we face and whether or not we take our freedom and act responsibly with that. To me, that song is just about liberation and freedom. 
freedom to be meaningless and and freedom to be nonsensical and that lyric just felt bold and nonsensical and extreme but i would never sing about wanting to set kids on fire figuratively so he was literally singing about literally setting children on fire which uh yeah he, um, but is he was is he so wait explain that to me is, is he saying that he was just using turns of phrases uh in the song as like abstract piece pieces like this the lyrics are just abstract to convey an emotion is that what he, is that what he means no i think that what he means is he he doesn't want like it when he's singing you won't set the kids on fire he's not singing about like setting the kids on setting their hearts on fire getting them he means setting children right. on fire he's singing literally about that yeah yeah but was, was it, but he was saying like that he uh wasn't literally saying that he was just using that to convey like, oh, this is a crazy thing, a terrible thing, right? To do, right? Isn't that yeah. Isn't right? Yeah. So he was like using a, a turn of phrase, the lyrics turn of phrase as an abstract piece of the overall piece of art, I guess. Sure. Like a triangle in a Picasso painting. Sure. Yeah. That's what it sounds like to me. Yeah. I, I, I That's a great way to look at it. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm agreeing with you. Okay. <laughs> Um, okay, well, no, and that's this. really all I have to say about that song. So, yeah, uh, there and there is a demo. I guess we could also say this too. There's a demo uh, that's on the 10 inch of "Speaking to the Rose." So there's an EP called "Speaking to the Rose." There's also a song called "Speaking to the Rose," uh, and, and it's not available on streaming. At least I, I looked around in Canada. At least it's not available for streaming. Uh, but uh, if I recall correctly, it's a bit slower. Um, uh, but it, it's not like there are Wilco demos you can listen to on the internet of like, I'm trying to break your heart or some of that, some of that sort of stuff that, or, or on the recent summer teeth box set where the, the demos are so different than the album take. Uh, this one I, I felt was never, um, any, it's just a less polished version of the, of the album version I felt like, but, um, it is, uh, if you're a really big fan of the song. And you haven't heard the demo? Go find that ten inch. Uh, I don't think it's too expensive. Uh, and uh, go um, uh, listen to uh, the demo version. All right. Well, everybody, as I said in the middle of the show, I'm just going to remind you again: go to abcwilco.com, find all the ways that you can listen to the show and support the show. We've got T-shirts, we've got a Patreon. But if you don't have any cash, which I know a lot of people don't right now, that's fine. If you could go leave us a rating and review, a lot of you already have. But you could go leave us, the ones of you who haven't, could go leave us one. That'd be great. Helps other people shine, find the show. Helps uh, support the show. Gives us a little bit of a, you know, a beer money that for Kevin and I. Uh, even though we're locked down, you can still buy beer for the house. Um, you can find Kevin at on Instagram at Kevin Vinyl. You can find me on Instagram at Hess's Best. Um, Kev, I think that's everything, right? I feel like I'm forget. We haven't done this in two weeks or three weeks. So I'm uh, for the record, I don't drink beer, but if uh, I'd probably be getting like Dr. Pepper money, shut a child. Um, Okay, on the next episode, we're going to be covering I Must Be High. Is that right, Kevin? Yeah, that sounds right to me. Okay, well, until next time, just remember every little thing is going to tear you apart.